Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hi, it's Gail Louise Turner here. I'm just reporting from Keel Village Hall. I'm here today to see the Rhythm Time classes. I am meeting... Francis, the mums and dads and all of the puppet friends. I'm just uh, walked into the hall now so I'm just speaking to Francis about what Rhythm Time's about and what equipment we've got here. So hi Francis, uh, thank you very much for having me. So just just talk me through everything, um, what's in front of me in, in the hall today. Well inside you've got mats that their children sit on and they're four mats that everything's cleaned in between classes. So I've just done a deep clean and then they all have their individual trays because at the moment we can't share instruments but in their trays they've got a chime bar and then they've got a maraca or a shaker they've also got an instrument so it could be a guiro, a cymbal, a drum, a triangle lots of different percussion instruments and each week it'll be a different one in there for them and we're just getting the children to learn how to play them how to hold the instruments and how to wait until the music starts like they would have been in an orchestra so just walking around the room now, it's a really, really big space. It's full of colours. I've got the music in the background. There's even a piano here. So just walking uh, to some, some of your um, equipment now, and I'm, I'm getting this is um, like an added extra to, to help everybody in rhythm time. So what have we got here in front of me now? We use a bubble machine because when we have the babies, we like to do a lot of sensory work. So we have bubbles for the babies. We have flashing lights. We have foils, lots of sensory equipment to stimulate them and develop their concentration skills. We've got a xylophone because it teaches children how to learn how sound goes up and goes down and also concentration skills. We have a microphone because we get the toddler children to sing rhythm patterns and that's something that children will learn to do when they take up an instrument and do an exam. They do rhythm patterns so we bring it right down to children's level and we make it a game and it's also about confidence because they're singing in front of all their peers and all their other parents it's quite something at 14 months to three so you've got your t-shirt on here i love rhythm time um, do you wear that for each class and you've, and you've got your covid protective uh, mask on with some bunny ears which is uh, which says rhythm time on, on front is is this what you're using for covid to protect yourself uh, the mums and dads and the children yes it is we um, i wear a clear mask so that the children can see my facial expression which is very important and the bunny ears are just to make it less medical and a bit more user friendly and child friendly and we wear the t-shirt all the time the children recognize the yellow uniform that we have so um, June next week, uh, I understand you've got your 21st birthday coming up. Um, um, what, what have you actually got planned for that? It's, it's such a big celebration and you're the first franchisee. What have you got planned for your next uh, birthday? For 21 years is a fantastic achievement. What, what, what's in the pipeline? Thank you. Well, yes, 21 years is a big celebration and we just thought, especially after the year we've had, it's really something to celebrate. So we're going to have 80 classes. We've got 80 different classes running throughout Cheshire next week. 
So we thought we'd turn every class into a party. Uh, we're being sponsored by Usborne Books, so we've got some freebies to give away. But just a celebration and to have some fun with the parents and the children and to say thank you for all the support that they've given me over the years. Thank you very much, Francis. Now, I'm just going to, to the table here with all the equipment. I've just got some uh, CDs here, so tell me about these CDs now. Uh, so it says Rhythm Time, Hide Your Toes, and it's got a picture of a, a little boy on there. So, so how, how do the CDs work in, in each of the classes? We use CDs for the toddler classes, and the CDs are a great resource because it means that instead of having a weekly half-hour class with me and then going home, when they do go home, they take the CD with them, and it covers everything that they're learning this term. So they get the familiarity. It's a bit like when you go to a pop concert and you don't know the music, you don't really enjoy it as much. But if you know the music well, you're engaged immediately and the children just look up and they know what to do. So it really reinforces the learning and it includes parents as well so they can play with them time at home. So as overall, I know we're, we're going to go into a deep discussion about the, the benefits and all the different classes um, in, in, in a sort of a, a long interview, but just overall, what is the benefits for yourself, uh, the children and the mums and dads really with Rhythm Time? Why do people come to you? Well, they come to us for two reasons. It's for the child's benefit, but it's also the parents' benefit as well, which you mustn't forget. Parents are nervous, they're packed in work and they're coming out, especially after COVID, so they're coming out and they want to build up their confidence. They want to meet new friends, especially new mums, so... We try and develop a very relaxed atmosphere and a mixing area where the parents can chat and get to know each other. And having done it in 21 years, I know that parents have made lifelong friends through rhythm time. But then for the children, oh, the benefits, where do I start? The benefits are massive. Um, we, it's a holistic approach. We're looking at their social skills, their confidence, of course, all the musical skills. So it's, it's massive for the children. Fantastic. Okay, so um, so we've looked around the room now. Let's sit down uh, for a little bit of a longer conversation. Is that all right for you? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. After a quick chat with Francis, um, I'm just going to put myself in the corner with um, a table and chairs, my microphone and laptop, and I'm going to sit back and rel relax and watch the show. And we've got the, the first class this morning starting at half nine. Looking forward to this one. have now rejoined Frances to find a little bit more about her story and how Rhythm Time helps support ch children's development. So if people would like to follow you uh, Frances where, where would they go to follow Rhythm Time? They can follow us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Rhythm Time Chesh and it's the same for Twitter 
And it's the same for Instagram. It's all Rhythm Time Chesh. Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining me uh, for Series 2, Episode 4 podcast, Helping Hands. Now, as we know, Rhythm Time Cheshire is an award-winning provider of multi-century fun and educational music classes for babies, toddlers and preschools. And I got a fantastic experience yesterday going down, meeting everybody, looking what went on and speaking to some fantastic people. And I'll go about that um, and ask you a few questions about that just later. But I just want to go right back to the beginning from meeting you yesterday and before, um, I understand you are very, very passionate about music and helping others and young children um, with, with, with lots of special skills and that. But I want to go right back to the beginning to tell your story today. So what is your story? Oh, well, I used to play the piano as a child. I always loved my piano. And that's all I would ever play with as a piano. Lock me in the study with a piano and I was happy. Um I never became a great pianist, but I could play the piano and I loved it. And I was, was in choirs. I loved to join choirs. And even when I had my first children, first child, I joined a choir. It was my release. I suppose everybody has to have something to have a break from the kids. And that was my release to join a, an adult's choir. I love that. So singing and music has always been a big part. I sing in the shower. I sing when I'm cooking. I sing around the house. I do have a bit of reputation for being a little bit loud, but you can't help it when there's music on all the time. But it's just always been a part of my life. Um, I grew up watching Play Days and Play Away on telly with Brian Kant. And my dream was to be a children's presenter on TV. Um, of course, it didn't happen. It was just a pipe dream. But Rhythm Time came along and it kind of filled that dream hole that I had. So uh, when my firstborn came along, Hannah, uh, she was a baby in Balsall Common in the Midlands and I took her to the very first rhythm time class that was set up where we lived. I was just happy to, lucky to be in the right place at the right time. I went to the first class with Hannah, my daughter, and absolutely loved it and got to know the lady that was running the class. Then she was wanting to expand so I became her first ever teacher and then I moved to Alsager in Cheshire with my husband's job and just dropped here. I didn't know a soul. Andrew went straight into work and I had two children by this point. And I just thought, right. So I was offered the very first Rhythm Time franchise. So I grabbed it and just thought this is my way to make a, um, a place for myself in Alsager but also to be there as a mum, to take the children to school, to pick them up, to do all the after school activities. So really my children didn't notice so much that I was working, although I was doing it all when they'd gone to bed or early before they got up. Um, but I set up the Rhythm Time franchise back in 2000 and it just started off with myself and there was a couple of competitors. I mean, now there's a lot of people doing a similar thing. But Rhythm Time has stood the test of time and I'm really proud of that. We've gone through a lot of changes. We've adapted, introduced new aspects to the course. And I think because I genuinely believe in the benefits that music gives to children and babies and to parents as well that come along, I can see the benefits and it just makes me feel very proud to be part of that. And it's a very satisfying role to do. you know. And it's it's also uplifting when the children, if I've had a bad day, and I go to the class and I'm unloading all my kit, which is quite a laborious job to do. I set everything up and then all these little faces come in and sitting, looking at me, waiting to start. 
with anticipation and it is just lovely and we start singing the smiles start coming out and it's just as I said very very uplifting I never leave my job after a session feeling down I always feel uplifted it's just I'm very lucky to have a job like that well honestly so yesterday um as you know I went down to Keel Hall I met yourself I'm, I met some some of the mums and the, the babies and the toddlers and the preschool um I'm just going to ask you to describe the class for me in just a second but um I spoke to Georgie Steph and Sarah and they said how much they loved going so that they're meeting new friends they're meeting other um their babies are meeting other people their age they're getting that sort of the communication they're getting the adult communication they're learning from each other and from what they tell me that they are having lots of fun and it's it's made quite an impression on their children because the the classes are age appropriate um from what I remember and you are sort of delving down to each of the classes and providing a different sort of class with different music for different ages so you're sort of recognizing what they need from you and they're learning yes. at different stages so it is helping with their enhancing their development and it's kind of um getting them into music and, and creating that uh, long lifelong learning and it's introducing them in in to music as well so um i'm, I'm going to take you back to yesterday's class now so i i walked in yesterday you've set up this fantastic room so we've got um on the floor we've got these foam colored mats um all lined up in a circle we've got some yellow boxes with some um, use of instruments and different sound effects we've got the cd on in the back we've got the piano um, at the back of the room and then you've got all of these um faces so we've got the three different classes yesterday so we've got the baby toddler and preschool so i would like um you to to go through each class if you can um as much um detail as you can tell me and i'd like you to introduce me to all of your friends so if you could if you could go through that for me and and the benefits of 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 each class and each exercise if you may yeah i'd love to <clears throat> well it's it's really important that you do have age appropriate classes you can't just bunch children together with a great fast of ages because you're not really drilling down to their needs. They've all got very individual needs. So in the baby class, which is not to 14 months, those babies, some of them are lying, some of them are crawling, but fundamentally they've all got the same learning needs. So it's all about developing their senses, awakening their senses and giving them confidence at being in a circle, being with other children. We're doing concentration skills. I can have a room uh, with all the babies there and I can have complete silence. And it's just the way that we deliver the class. Uh, we make the babies <clears throat> in a situation where they know they can anticipate something's about to happen. And that concentration and that focus will give us complete silence in the class, other than if they are hungry <laughs> or very, very tired. I can't do that. But if they're, if they're fed and watered, then they're happy. This is what happens and they will concentrate. So we are developing concentration skills right from being a baby. And then it's the social skills. At the moment, COVID is preventing us from doing a few things. We're trying to keep the class as normal as possible. But one of the big parts of what we would normally do in our class is to have instruments and pass them around and share them. And that's a very important social skill for babies and toddlers to learn. They get something and they can pass it on and let it go to somebody else. There's always something else coming round 
for them as well, but they do let go of something and that's that sharing. At the minute, we can't do that in, um, in COVID times. So we have given them their own equipment, but that will return to the classes. So we do, in our baby classes, we do exercises to help them gain control over their limbs. We do listening skills um, and we use the puppets. You mentioned Melody. We have four different puppets that we use and the children recognize these puppets and they recognize them with having all different aspects to them. So we have Ratatat, he's our biggest friend and he's a Ratatat, that, he's a rabbit that lives in a hat and he, he is used throughout all our three different age groups. So he is there in the baby class as a little friend and the children get to, the babies get to know Ratatat and they wave to Ratatat, they wave hello, they wave goodbye, they develop their social skills. He'll hide and they anticipate that he's coming out, so they're concentrating, then he comes out. But it, fundamentally, Ratatat is using the baby class to just develop social skills. When we move on to our pre, our toddler class, Ratatat has got big, long ears. So in our toddler class, which is 14 months to three, Ratatat is there to listen. He's showing the children how good he is at listening and encouraging the children to listen with their big ears and concentrating. Then when we get to our preschool class, Ratatat not only helps them to listen and concentrate, but he also is there so that the children can read his name as a rhythm pattern. So effectively, we're teaching the children to read music, which is a massive thing at three and four years old. So children will probably start reading music if they get the opportunity around about the age of seven. But because we've brought the children into learning what all the puppets' names are, we can then change those rhythm names into musical rhythm patterns. And that's what's very unique and very clever about rhythm time. So they become familiar and it becomes the norm. So a three and four year old will be able to tell me the rhythm pattern and the names of the four rhythm patterns for the four puppets even if I don't have the puppets anywhere near. And that's the bit I love is the progression from being a baby right up until they go to school. They will be learning to read music. They will learn all the Italian terms and signs and symbols that you will see in music. Um, and they will understand all the dynamics as well. So <clears throat> it is it is a lovely course. So in our baby class, we're doing all sorts in the baby class to encourage babies. We do lots of sensory work. We have lots of... Um, quiet time, listening time. I think a big part of our baby class is mums getting out, you touched on it earlier, getting out and meeting others, especially at the moment after having lockdown. Mums have been stuck in the house with newborn babies that haven't really met anybody. So at the moment, baby classes are really fundamental. It gets babies comfortable with mixing with others, but it also helps the parents to get out of the house and start mixing with other parents. They need to talk to others. They need to know that someone else is having a bad night or someone else is struggling with weaning or someone else's baby's got nappy rash and they're sharing all of these problems. And that's a very important part of being a mum. And a lot of the mums that have come to my class have made friends and have been lifelong friends. And I know that because I've been doing it 21 years now. So I, when I meet parents, they do say that a lot of their lifelong friends were met right at the beginning, early days of their baby, early years at Rhythm Time, which is, I'm very proud of that. So then we will move on to our toddler class. The toddler class is great. It's a step up and we're trying to give the children some confidence and independence as well. So even though mummy and daddy or granny and grandma are there with them, 
we do encourage the children to come and sit at the front with the teacher and leave mummy and daddy's lap just come and sit at the front with the teacher and then at that point I've got a little circle of children sat in front of me like they would do at preschool or like they would do in school or nursery and that's also a lot of their social skills so just coming to the front and sitting with me and listening to ratatat or whatever rhyme we're doing is a very important part of their confidence and their social skills and their dependent independence so we do that we do lots and lots of clapping and cheering even with our babies clapping is a very very important part of any child's progression because that's one thing they understand is a positive attribute so if we clap they know that's a positive thing so that encourages any child or any baby to want to do more or to want to repeat it so i would encourage every parent to just clap loads of their baby not only is it encouraging for their baby but when a, if a baby can clap that is developing both sides of the brain to a baby clapping is a little bit like when we tap our head and we rub our tummy at the same time it's a bit tricky for us but if a baby can clap they have that same kind of feeling it does it feels awkward but it's developing both sides of their brain so clapping is such a simple thing but such an important fundamental part of learning for little ones so our toddler class is great we get the children to do some little bits of singing rhythm patterns they echo a rhythm pattern and again that's a brilliant thing to do because when a child starts to learn a musical instrument and they take an exam in that instrument they have to do what they call oral tests as well and rhythm tests so a child will have to clap back a rhythm so we just bring it right down to basics we do a, have a little pretend microphone and we'll sing a little rhythm to a child and they have to listen to it in the head turn it round and sing it back and that's massive but in my toddler class 14 months to three that's exactly what they do it takes a while for them to get used to it we do it every week so they get confident with it and familiar they can practice it at home and then when they do it in the class it's just such a brilliant feeling because that's enormous that's not just being able to do it but that's having the confidence to do it in front of lots of other mums and lots of other children so um this is why i love my job so much it's just awesome you know what we can get the children to do is fantastic but they don't know they're doing it they think they're having fun well they are having fun but they just embrace it as long as we teach them and every part of the class has is has a fun element they don't really think of it as learning they think of it as playing and that's where it's really important so um when their children are three they progress to our preschool class and at the moment all the parents are joining in with that class but the parents do have the option to sit outside the classroom for the half an hour and that gives them yet more independence some parents like to do that some parents prefer to stay in the class with their child and i really don't mind that's up to the individual parent but we do offer the um, chance for the parent to leave them with us for half an hour and just give them that chance to get used to being left on their own because they will be left on their own at school or possibly nursery so it just is a, it's only half an hour and it works really well and in that we're exposing them to all sorts of um, parts of the orchestra <clears throat> at this point we're really wanting to inspire them here they've learned all the fundamental basics like fast and slow loud and soft high and low but now we want to really run with them we get them to read all the rhythm patterns so 
You mentioned our, our little puppets before. We have Ratata, that I mentioned earlier. We have Arabella, that's my doll, and she represents the children. So she, I use Arabella to show the parents what to do, but she hides, the children have to get her out of her little box. We have Melody Monster. Melody Monster's got a very, very striped rainbow neck and Melody loves colors. So Melody Monster teaches all the children about colors. And then we have, we have Carlos the Crow. And Carlos is particularly good at tidying up. He loves to have a tidy place. So Carlos comes out when we sing our Tidy Up song. And many, many parents have thanked me for this song. And I'll sing to you. I hope you don't mind me singing because I'm not a great singer, but it's, we have a song and it's pop them in the basket. One, two, three, pop them in the basket for you and me. And we sing that song until all the instruments have been tidied away. And as soon as that comes on, all the children are like little ants running around the room, tidying everything up and it works. So parents have taken that home. And if they want the house tidying up or the toy room tidying up, if they ask the children to tidy the toys away, it won't happen. But if they sing, pop them in the basket, one, two, three, they just start tidying up. It's a magic song. So um, Carlos the Crow is there to make sure everybody tidies up. So there are four puppets that are there at all the classes. And as I said, our preschool class is just exposing the children to different parts of the orchestra. So we might concentrate on the strings or we might concentrate on the brass section or the wind section. And uh, quite often get, we, oh, in the preschool class, the children get homework. Every week they get a homework sheet, which just reinforces what we've done at home. And they've got a folder. They, they have all these sheets built into a folder and that builds up a resource. So they can keep looking over that and they never forget what they've learned and they'll have that when they move on to school and they start doing school. So it's giving them the skills to get to school and say, yeah, I want to play an instrument. I want to play strings or I want to play brass because I know all about them. Um, so that's basically what I do and what Rhythm Time is and why I love it so much. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. I mean, so, so so like looking back at yesterday and, and what I learned, I, I, I was a pupil yesterday um, and, and uh, also a teacher meeting everybody as well. So it was it was so interesting. And the, the smiles on the, the mums and dads faces and your face and, and the babies and they were participating For, from an onlooker and, and listening to the music. You are you, like you said, you are um, pre-training them to go to school. So they're ready for school, even through COVID. They've most children have had that break due to COVID. So it's important. And I think it's a great thing that you've done is actually continuing their learning and, and the, the continuous child development. I mean, you're teaching them all these skills. So so uh, for, from analysing a bit uh, yesterday, and hope you don't mind me analysing it, I've, I've, no. I've sort of seen you, you're helping them with the language because they're singing back to you. Also, uh, you're sort of manipulating the, the, their muscles, their legs, their arms, the, 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 the kind of... Um, you know they're doing exercise the bonding with the mums and dads and they're getting to know you so they've got that trust that two-way trust you're building those positive relationships the mums are smiling because they're so happy to spend time with with, with the other mums and dads and the children like you say you've got the social skills there which is fantastic and also the um, hand-eye coordination now you must tell me about the the bubble machine because I think that was uh, apart from the, uh, watching everything that was my favorite equipment tell me about the uh, the the mega bubble machine oh. 
Well, um, I'll get you one. I'll get you one, Gail. You obviously love the bubbles. I do, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the bubbles are just fascinating for, for children because they move, they float, they move, they reflect the light. So we use bubbles, but we try and use bubbles with some classical music. Um, I don't think babies are exposed to much classical music. It depends on what their parents' musical taste is. It's good to give children a complete mix of music. Um, but we like to use um, some classical uh, excerpts with our music. Sometimes it's very calming and soothing. Sometimes it might be quite lively, um, like a Radetzky march or something, uh, maybe a lullaby sometimes. But it if you just put some music on, and I always ask the parents not to talk and just let the babies develop their sense of vision because they're watching the bubbles, touch because they're trying to pop the bubbles and sound and they're listening to the music. And it is only two or three minutes, but it is really magical. It's complete silence other than the music. And the children's eyes are looking up, they're gawping and they're following. They don't quite know which, which side to look at because the room is full of bubbles and they're looking all over the place. And that's, again, the, ch the baby is concentrating and they're doing eye tracking because those eye muscles are looking and following, they're focusing. Uh, it's just lovely to watch. I love the bubbles as well. It's one of my favorite bits as well. It's probably the easiest part of my lesson. I just switch some music on and spread some bubbles around. But I think it's, it's the most magical bit. And in my podcast, one of the pieces of music is by Sanson and it's Carnival of the Animals. And there's a beautiful piece in that called Aquarium. And it represents fishes being under the water and the calmness and the tranquility of it. And it sort of inspires your imagination. And I think when I play that with the bubbles, it's just a little bit of special time. I do love that moment. So uh, when you when you initially started, um, you, you said uh, you went to the, the first Rhythm Time class 21 years ago with, with, with your daughter, Hannah. Now it's coming up to the, the 21st birthday on World Music Day on the 21st of June. Yes. Is Hannah going to join you on the day and, and, and experience another class? And do you think in another 21 years your your students because they are your students you know your babies your toddlers and your preschoolers do they think they will take their children to a rhythm time and, and what do you think they will say to you in 21 years do they do you think they'll say thank you very much i am now a trained music teacher i've i've decided to be a teacher i've decided to to go down the creative route what what do you think they've learned from you and, and what do um you think they'll come back to say to you in about 21 years time well, that's very interesting because I've now got to that stage where I am meeting people that have moved on. And especially because it's our 21st birthday this year, um, we're having a full week next week of birthday celebrations. And a lot of people have been in touch with me, past teachers, past, um, past rhythm time teachers, but also past customers uh, who have been in touch to say, well, my little ones now, he's a guitar teacher or I mean some of them aren't some of them are now math teachers or mathematicians or doctors or whatever but music does help it helps enormously with education and, and maths especially it helped like you touched on the language skills it helps with your language skills it helps with reading because you're reading music it helps with numeracy because numer reading music is all about maths uh, it does help with your maths as well. So it really does help a child. A child that's been doing music has usually got a higher IQ um, from tests that have been done previously. 
Um, so it does help. So they don't necessarily have to go on to be musicians or whatever, but it's just, it's interesting to find what they do become. Um, I'm always very fascinated. Um, but people have gone on to become musicians. My own daughter, Hannah, um, went on to do a music degree at Sheffield University. And she came out of that and went into, didn't want to be a teacher in a school. So she went into a corporate role and she's just actually um, leaving her corporate role because that's not her, her fix. She's always dreamed of working with music. And so she has set up a business called Music Squad and that's teaching piano to, pre, uh, to children in primary schools. And she's so passionate about, passionate about this that it has to be done properly. She's written her own music books. So she's written the first two books to get children through their prep test and towards their grade one, if they want to, but it's full of duets. So when a child is learning to play the piano and they've just got two or three notes that they've learned to begin with, she has a duet to go with it. So it sounds really cool. It sounds really animated, really exciting. And they feel a sense of achievement. It's fun. It's got silly words in it. And she wants to be able to communicate with the parents whilst at school. So that's one one pupil. That's the but that's she went to the very first rhythm class that was created by the founder of Rhythm Time. So Hannah has now set up her own music group. I've also got another child that came to my very first Rhythm Time class in Osage. And he sent me a lovely message for the birthday celebrations. He's now an actor. He went on to um, play musical instruments. He plays the saxophone, the clarinet and the guitar. He went on to drama school and he's now touring uh, a musical called Peter Rabbit, The Tales of Peter Rabbit. And it's a musical, he's singing, he's playing three different parts. He's playing instruments in it. There's only five cast and they're all covering different parts of it. So um, it's great to have uh, Ali, Alistair as well. Alistair is um, the actor that was with us when we were at the beginning. So lots of people are coming through. And fun, it's strange you ask that question because only this morning I've had a phone call from a grandma saying she'd like to bring her grandson to the classes. And when we chatted, she did tell me that her grandson's mother, which is her daughter, came to the first classes that we ran in Market Drayton 20 years ago. Um, and she's now bringing her son. So that really fills me with inspiration that I'm now on the next generation of teaching. So whether the people, my, my older customers have gone on to do great things, that's fantastic. The fact that they come back as well with the next generation, the grandparents are bringing the children. I just love that. The fact that they remembered Rhythm Time, they obviously thought it was an important part of their little one's early years. So they're continuing now with grandchildren which is just fabulous so um yeah it, it just it inspires me to keep going as well to see what these children will do and I just hope that they do if nothing else pick up an instrument for fun because when you're stressed or you we all need an outlet and I think just to be able to sit at a piano or pick up a guitar or lock yourself in a room and play some music if that's what calms you down or chills you out then it's fabulous and I do think music does have that ability you know I agree with you absolutely yeah and we're gonna we're gonna uh, discuss the the Spotify I, I was just listening to what you were saying about the actor that some people um they go into um a, um a career and then they realize the things that they learned very early on is is the the creative side and and some people like sort of um doing both careers and I think I'm I'm very much like that myself I do I do um I'm starting to rem remember who I was and yes. you know music is my passion and singing and and it's it can it can come back any age can't it it can it can 
can continue and and that's what I love about rhythm time I honestly think um because the the adults are learning as well aren't they you know they're they're, I was listening to the ladies singing yesterday and they were pitch perfect and and um because I I sung in choirs and and I know I talked to to the ladies and they they said um that they 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 enjoyed the school and that that creative they they were in choirs they got involved and I think um by what you're doing you're you're teaching the the, the little ones all the creative skills so when they go to school they're prepared they, they know how to speak to people they've already got yeah. that sort of professional relationship they're not going to be scared of the teachers around there they, they've already got all them skills and you're providing that so that helps them but but what actually helps you doing what you're doing so your your dream was to be the the children's television presenter so you've you, you've had a, a very long career with Rhythm Time. What what's what's actually helping you, and what makes you happy by doing what you're doing? Oh, just just seeing the children progressing week by week. I see children progressing. That makes me really really happy. Um, if you're asking what I do outside of Rhythm Time, um, I Rhythm Time is a full time job because I've got. Um, there's nine teachers on our team. We do lots of classes from um, up by Wilmslow and Cheadle Hume right down to Market Drayton. So I cover a very big area. Um, so it's a full-time job, but it is a job that I love. And it's also a job that I can um, do when, when it suits me. It's not a nine-to-five role. So if I my friends say that they're going off for a walk or do you want to meet for coffee, I will do. And then I'll probably work a little bit in the evening, um, but I can be flexible. I love to go walking. I love a glass of wine with my friends and I love being with my family. So um, I've got a lovely social life. I've got a lovely job and I feel very, very lucky. That's really, really good. Um, just as a thought, so you, you are teaching the children phonics uh, and things like that and, and um, early age. So words, pictures, photographs. Um, I even remember yesterday you were um, introducing them to pictures of animals and sound effects. So, so they've got that um, multi, multi-sensory learning, like you say, in pictures and colours. And it, and it kind of makes them go through. And, and, and I hope you don't mind me saying this. Um, I learned with coloured paper. A very clever lady taught me that one day. Um, and I, I kind of write, I think I write in coloured pen or or coloured paper and, right. and black pen. And that's how I learn or listening um, is, is, is another good skill. So, so, so the children um, are, are learning that from um, an early age and they've, and they've all been introduced to all the puppets and all the sounds and all the equipment. And to be honest, they, they look like they're having fun. So I actually think they're learning better by all of the um, equipment and all of the things you're providing. And they've obviously got to, to know you over um, a period of time. And I think it's lovely, really, what you're doing. So um, honestly, I'm really, really proud of you. And it's, and it's absolutely oh, lovely to meet you. But I'm, I'm just going to open up your Spotify playlist now um, because it's absolutely amazing what you come up with. So it will go um, it will go on to um, uh, it will go on live to Spotify and all my uh, social media later. I'm going to try and get the interview done today because it's, it's such a nice subject. And especially um, COVID, I've, I've, I've noticed a lot more people are going into the creative side because they've been stuck at home. And the fact that you are sort of continuing the child development, I absolutely love that. And um, 
you know the the, um, the mums are at home they're teaching them good skills and they're going out with friends and teaching them healthy eating I think I think it's good to, to start that at an early age and obviously you've you've put the exercises in and and they kind of keep fitting as well and the mums are dancing around the room and like um it's like a, a merry-go-round as I'd say and also um you know when you used to go around the room with coloured ribbons there used to be a, um, a dance and I can't remember what what it, it was um I remember doing this um where when I was a ch- child and you are participating in the teamwork and and it's all these skills that you can use um much later in businesses and, and the workplace and and the, um you know the learning at early age so I think it's really good so um going over to Spotify now music is your passion which I'm absolutely um um delighted to hear if, if I may add so if you go over to Spotify and go and look for Gail Louise Turner helping hands podcast playlist series two episode four Francis Donkin from Rhythm Time so opening up your song now so you chose five songs and I absolutely love all these so I'm going to ask you why you've chosen them what the influence is and and why these songs make you happy and anything else you can think of so the first one today would be Eva Cassidy and What a Wonderful World oh I love that song in fact it fills me up with tears when I think about it I love that song it makes me very emotional it's I once went to a musical about Eva Cassidy. I didn't really know much about Eva Cassidy. Um, I'm, a, I'm a friend of the Regent Theatre in Stoke-on-Trent and I go a lot and I've really missed that during lockdown. Um, and one of the musicals was Eva Cassidy and I didn't know much about it. I went along and it was just one person on the stage doing the story of Eva Cassidy and her voice was like velvet and you just close your eyes and she's just amazing it makes the hair on the back back of your neck stand up not that I've got hair on the back of my neck I might just say and it was lovely to listen to so I've since been listening to her on Spotify and she sings what a wonderful world and it's just a gorgeous song because it can be a wonderful world and it is a wonderful world and to hear her sing it as well with that voice is just fantastic so I would recommend anybody just listen to Eva Cassidy singing on Spotify it's just beautiful listening really easy very gentle and just velvet it's gorgeous so your second one now so this is from the late 80s from what I remember so the only way is up by Yaz now I I, I remember hearing this first time around so why have you chosen that song today oh well because that takes me back to when I was um younger quite a bit younger I just loved it you know when you've had a couple of wines and you're up on the dance floor and this is the one that got me up and the only way is up um you know we can all be down especially after COVID we've had a horrible year so if this came on the dance floor I'd be jumping up and down and I would love this dance this song so um I kind of think it just the only way is up you know there's always things to drag us down but we've got to look I'm very much a half full person and there's I always try and look for the positives in anything and no matter what happens I say well at least at least we've got this or at least this has happened and there are positives I always do think well things will get better so um that's why that's why I chose that song just because it's full of life and reminds me of probably drunken nights dancing on a night a disco floor and just loving life um, and the only way is up that's why I chose that so the next one so um I don't remember watching this when I was little because I think this was more 1970s but the, but the tv show Morecambe and Wise song, uh bring me sunshine why have you chosen that song yeah it's a strange one isn't it well I went to a friend's daughter's wedding and um 
when they were coming out of the wedding, they didn't want any anything sort of religious, they didn't want a hymn, they just wanted an uplifting song. And this is the song they chose. And they had all the words printed and I've never really listened to all the words. And the bride and groom were walking down the aisle, walking out of the church and we were all singing this song and oh my goodness me, the words are just incredible. And when I was singing along, I was getting choked up, but I mean, there was a bride and groom walking past who I'm very close to and, the words are just, the words are fantastic. That's another challenge. Just get the words to bring me sunshine. And it's a fantastic song. It's bizarre, you think, I can't believe that, but it is an amazing song. And the lyrics are just so, again, uplifting. And I think it helps anybody. If you had a bad day, put Bring Me Sunshine on by Eric and Mor Eric Morkham and Ernie Wise. I love that song. And the next one, so we're going on to musical theatre here now and film. Uh, this is quite a, a modern day one. So this is me from the film The Greatest Showman. I love that as well because it's basically saying, look, we're not all perfect, warts and all. Uh, there's all, you know, if we all sat down and wrote a list of things that we're not happy with, some of us have come up with an endless list and we're always striving to be better and magazines are always showing us that we should be this and we should be that and... I think we're starting to realise that we are what we are. And I think people, younger people especially are getting to the point in their lives where actually it's okay to maybe be a little bit overweight or it's okay to not be confined to everybody's expectations. And what, what I love about that song is, this is me. This is me. It's what I am. And it's really about what's inside you, not what what's outside what's outside it could be lovely but it's really about what's inside you and that's what I love about that song I think it's just brings us all back down to earth I, I really agree with that and I think meeting so many people it is definitely what's inside you um and I think you kind of you you learn and grow as, as you get older you meet so many people and the right people come into your life and then the right people come back into your life I think it's so important that and then um, it's really interesting. In fact, I'm really, really interested in psychology. And I think by the work I do and meeting the people, like I said, I learned a lot. And it's, it's kind of nice looking back in a retrospect that you, you might come up to an event, I don't know, for example, school, and you will look back on it and, and you'll see it as a positive. It might, it might have been hard, but you may have um, gained that learning from it and looking at it later. And I'm sure um, your pupils will probably go through the same thing. So I'm going to... Um, introduce your next song for you now you told me about this yesterday so I went and did some research and it sounds very familiar um and I can't quite pinpoint where I've heard it but it's Carnival of the Animals and um, please tell me why you love this oh I love it just because it's it's uh, calming it's soothing and it just makes you sit and think because anything can run through your head when you're listening to this it's it's aquarium a carnival of the animals has different sections in it that relate to different animals so sometimes we'll use the monkey and the elephant and uh, but we we also use aquarium which is under the water with the fishes and it's all i think it just whatever is in your head it kind of inspires you to be creative it's magical music that can make you picture anything um we hear a lot, hear it a lot on TV in adverts and things, but it's a, it's a bit of music that I really, really like. I think it makes you feel tingly, and it's just a lovely piece of music. I absolutely love that, and I think through everything you do at Rhythm Time, you're giving the child that the best start that they can before they go to school because obviously normally they need to go to school about four or five and I think it's you probably give them that special extra helping hand 
with with COVID and and everything like that, have you got any success stories that you can think of? Is there anybody who may have struggled um, with with some of the activities and they've come back later and they've said, thank you very much for your help. You've you've really inspired me. You've really helped me. I may may have struggled. Is anybody come back to you and said, thank you? Yeah, genuinely, people have come back to me and thanked me because it's, it's encouraged their little ones to start speaking just because of the familiarity with nursery rhymes or their confidence, you know, if they were shy, they started being confident or sometimes I would have a child in a room and they would cling to mummy. So they wouldn't come and sit at the front with me. They wouldn't respond. They would just cling to mummy. And then if I take it gently, I don't push them. I don't have any great expectations, but I just encourage very gently that willingness from the child. And when they do come out, it's not just myself, that applauds them, but all the other adults in that room can feel how proud that mum is. And we're all just clapping and giving that little one a huge response because it's just, it's just lovely to see it. So I can see children, we have various children, we have some that are really confident and from day one, they're at the front, they're with me and they're joining in everything. But I have some that are just so shy and will cling to mummy, won't say a word, don't move. But then when I can get them to come out to the front, it's just magical. And those those are the parents that will come and thank me. But, um, you know, I'll meet people in the supermarket and parents will come up to me and say, oh, yo, my Jack used to do rhythm time with you. He's 10 years old now. Is it in the school orchestra or he's joined the youth orchestra? And it's just lovely. It happens to me a lot. And I do love that part of my job as well. Um, you know and when I meet them it's, it's funny if I meet a parent with their child who's a teenager and the teenager just looks at me and can't remember me at all and they'll say oh so I'm saying, you remember Francis don't you when you were when you were two when you went to her music class and of course they can't but um, it's and I don't recognize them because they're now big people but uh, I often see that where parents will bump into me and tell me what the children are doing and it's just fantastic and they do sort of say that they had a great start at rhythm time and that makes me very proud and and i think have you ever thought about going into um adult development helping them what you're doing there have you ever thought about sort of doing that um i have as well i have we've been into care homes um i went into care homes to help the elderly we went from one extreme to the other my mum is in a care home and i spend a lot of time there with her and they are very good at getting entertainers in but i just felt that the older generations don't mix so much. So I really wanted to bring the two generations together. So I did do some sessions in the care home where I brought my Rhythm Time customers in there and um, they loved to see the children. They loved to see the children and how the children joined joined in. And I got the adults joining in as well. And it was great because actually from the adult's point of view, I got them waving scarves around and, and actually for an old person, just waving, a, sat in the chair, waving a scarf around in the air is exercise. And so they were exercising and moving, you know, I was getting them to stamp the feet on the floor with, to the music. They were actually doing exercises, which they didn't realize they were doing. But if you say, do you want to do some exercise? They probably think, no, can't be bothered. Um, but you know so that was inspiring so I did and I loved bringing the generations together that was a very special um, moment but my all the music that I have is it varies but the the uh, the music of the content of my classes is based for small children and I don't want to compromise elderly people so I'd have to rewrite everything that I did to make it suitable for adults I don't want to be condescending 
to older people with the music and stuff that I do use and nursery rhymes and all of that so I would have to change my lesson plans and I would love to do it and I would be happy to do it but I just don't have the time to do it uh, rhythm time is a full-time job and um, as I said I extended it to include the very the elderly um, and bring the two generations together but to work with that with with adults um, and music I would love to do it that would be a great opportunity in the future but at the moment I just don't have the time and I don't feel that like I could use the material I've got with adults because it's not age appropriate for them I don't think I think they would want something a bit more um, suited to their age yeah and I think you, you like you say it it, it would be um, a, a, a lot of work but you but you're doing fantastic what you're doing but I mean with the residential visits that you have done from my opinion uh, from what I've read and seen that the child would actually uh, touch the adult emotionally because they they would be talking to new people when they're in the home they've not spoke to a lot of people they're speaking to uh, the same people the carers and the family by the opportunity of the child coming into the the residential home they've got that new friend to speak to perhaps Mm -hmm. they would be playing music and singing and and maybe that might bring them alive and I think people with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's I've I've seen evidence of that and the music brings them back so the the you've said um earlier that the 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 puppet uh, ratatat is uh you know um, the mascot and the music and people are learning colors at that age and then when you go to the other spectrum you've got you've got the uh the the older person and and the sort of meeting the children and and the, the music it is kind of um interesting to see how music and children bring the older person back and I think that'd be like a really mm-hmm. nice research project but maybe like you said that might be a, a future project for you but it's very interesting to to discuss anyway there was a there was a, a documentary on TV a couple of years ago um where they did take children into a care home regularly and it made the elderly bring themselves out of them because you can kind of get a bit down or get used to just sitting or um, a calmer way of life. And that was the most fascinating program to watch because it made the elderly feel younger. And it even made, there was one lady that was getting up walking. She's walking much more each day just because the children got them up. So then she was walking and it, it improved her health, her physical well-being as well as her mental well-being. I think the benefits of having the young mixed with the elderly are massive, absolutely massive. And I did work together with a nursery from um, Worcesterston in Crewe and um, a care home. And also we brought them together each week and it was just fantastic because the elderly got familiar with the children and the children got more and more familiar. They'd go and sit on the knee and just chat and have a biscuit together and shake hands and it was lovely to see because there are no holes barred with a young child they don't have any preconception it's just an older person maybe a few more wrinkles um, than their little friend at school or at nursery they don't have any preconception so they just talk to them and that's what's magical about bringing them together and it just makes the elderly younger I love it so you were saying going back to the children then, and I absolutely love what you've just said. That is so inspired me. Um, so you've you've put all your precautions in for COVID. You're clean. You're cleaning all of the the, the equipment and and the yeah. foam mats and the toys. So if, if children are touching them, they're, they're protected and they're safe, and and the adults also. And and the classes are smaller, which I absolutely adore. That. So you've you're setting the children homework. Um, is there opportunity to take some of the equipment home for them to practice and 
uh, annoy the mums and dads and make lots of noise and obviously help them tidy up with music I love that I need to influence uh, people around me to put music on when, when, when we're tidying up are they taking the the musical instruments as a, a sort of like oh. a, a visual stimuli to 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 to, um, to use at home to continue the the learning and the development and music is it opportunity to do that they've they've already experienced it in your class are they taking it away to to sort of help them and grow and develop at home they don't take the instruments home with them um, but you don't actually need to have instruments at home. You can do pots and pans because during COVID, we went onto Zooms and Facebook live sessions. So we did um, an interaction on the screen with parents. A lot of the children didn't enjoy them as much because they don't have that social interaction, but they could still join in because you can get a pot, pots and pans, wooden spoons. They are just as good. You can get a tea towel to wave instead of a scarf. So you don't actually need any special equipment. So there's no excuse for not playing music with your children and messing about in the kitchen um, because it's easy. It doesn't cost anything. We don't want everyone to go out and buy a lot of stuff. Just use whatever you've got at home and, and make it varied. We use coffee pots. We've got um, oh, milk bottle, uh, so plastic drink bottles that are full of rice. They could be a shaker. Um, and you can fill them with different things. So I've got one filled with paper clips. I've got another one filled with rice. I've got another one filled with pasta. They all make different sounds. I've got a quiet, so one's a quiet one, one's a loud one. Um, pots and pans, you can have plastic bowls. You can have metal tins. You can bang on those and you can talk about the fact that they are different sounds and you can do fast and slow on the instruments. You can do loud and soft. You can dance around the room with a tea towel. You can hide body parts with a tea towel and sing your our hiding song. It's that you don't actually need any equipment. It's it's there for everybody to be engaged in right from the beginning, from whatever you've got at home. I love that. And I think I think they all need to go and work for Radio 4 and, and tell stories and make lots of noise with all, all of the instruments. In fact, I think yeah. I would love to do that or CBBC. Maybe maybe the, the listeners are hearing. But I love I love the fact that they're, they're still going home and, and practicing everything that you've taught them. It's just like been at school, but in, in a fun way. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So yes. all them all them skills are transferable that they're, they're kind of going to um, they're going to use them in primary school. Then they will remember them. And when they're a parent, if that's what they want, they, they'll kind of transfer them over so it's, it's it's lifelong learning isn't it really yes absolutely is definitely so um you, you've told me earlier that you, you you get involved and you like seeing the fact that you you've helped them if anybody wants to to actually um have a career in rhythm time what do they need to do just get in touch with me i'm always looking for good teachers um and i'm not necessarily looking for somebody that's that's an opera singer i'm not an opera singer i'm not a trained singer i just sing um, you've got to be able to hold a tune, you've got to be able to sing in tune, and you've got to have quite a strong voice to be able to um, lead the group. Um, but it's just about, it's more about the personality than the musical um, background of a person, because I can teach and train. The training is quite full on because we've got three different courses for the three different age groups, and they're very, very different. So it's there's a lot of learning to be done it looks easy it looks like we're just having fun but behind the scenes as teachers trying to quickly change a lesson plan because if the children have um, got fidgety and they're losing concentration we can't just follow our lesson plan we've got to move about get up let maybe get up and do some dancing or get the instruments out and do some bashing so we have to be thinking on our feet we have to adapt it to the children that are sat in front of us and so you have to know it inside out and back to front to be able to do that and you know there's lots of words to learn as well lots of songs to learn um 
but the training's been given training is given but it, i do look for somebody that's just got some personality that wants to have some fun doesn't mind making a fool of themselves I mean, next week it's our birthday parties and we're dressing up as fairies um all my teachers are going to be ratatats fairies so we're all dressing up we can't quite often dress up um and be silly and we love being silly it's life's too short we need to laugh a lot um, i agree, so I agree. Well, yeah it's all we it's just anybody that wants to be a rhythm time teacher has to get in touch with me and i'd love to talk to them i think i think with with my guests choosing their five songs some of them are really really funny some of them are very very heartwarming and things like that and i know uh, with some of my Spotify playlists that I've chosen to accompany the Helping Hands uh, podcast series and the Facebook work for the, because I don't know if you knew this, I think I did tell you. So um, I make my Facebook into like a radio show and it's all connected with my life story and music and happiness and things like that and films and some of the songs. I think I even put Sesame Street on there and right. uh, Power Rangers and things like that because people, um, it'd be nice to sort of, build that professional relationship and for me music and television uh, makes people's day and I think if people can uh, laugh at C is for cookie because I love eating cookies um, <laughs> I think I think they need to laugh especially at COVID it doesn't matter what age you are I think if you can make somebody laugh and smile Absolutely. that's all you need because people work hard don't they mm -hmm. and, I, and I think through COVID people are, uh, are slightly stressed because they're, they're kind of worried about the futures they don't know what's going on and I think music might be sort of uh, to put that smile on the face and um, I hope I've done that for people and going yesterday was such a fantastic experience and I'll never forget it so thank you very thank much for, you. for inviting me down so um and meeting all the people and everything I, I just I just remember that bubble moment where, where you're putting <laughs> the bubbles around the room and and the baby's faces are looking up and, and and the adults are looking at the children to see the smiles on the faces and then and then um, all of the adults are lining up into two different sections and they're carrying the baby um, and there's two in a line and they're carrying the baby around the corner. And that's absolutely fantastic. And honestly, you, you've come up with a fantastic concept there for, for Rhythm Time. So uh, future plans Thank then you. coming off the subject of Rhythm Time. We're just we're, we're, we're just going to wrap things up now. So what are your future plans um, after COVID? And what is the biggest lesson you've learned from your 21 uh, year career of Rhythm Time? Well, um, future plans are just to get back to some normality because there's a lot of things that we can't use in our class. We use lots of sort of parachutes and sensory blankets and fabrics and big stretchy lycra where the things are bounced on there. So there's lots of things that we can't use. I just want to get back to normal. And I want to be able to hug these children and um, not be aloof. You know, a child comes over to me, wants to give me some, wants to give me a little hug at the end of the class to say thank you. And I can't go anywhere near them. And um it's just very difficult so i'd love to get back to normal that's what i'd like to do with the classes um so yeah I, i'd like to do that and then the biggest thing that i've learned in rhythm time it can be very stressful and i've had some very stressful moments and stressful times and they come and they go and they come when i don't expect them um you know when you're running a business and you've got a team as well my team are, are brilliant i have to say that I've achieved this 21 years, but I've only achieved it not on my own because I've got a fantastic team and they are really dedicated. But there might be things that happen over the years. You know, somebody's um, suddenly can't work or customers not happy or things. Things do happen and you can get very stressful. And I've learned to ride the wave. I've learned that actually what I do, I love. I really enjoy it. 
but it's not brain surgery and it's you have to get things into perspective and not just think it's absolutely everything I love what I do I'm passionate about what I do and I know the benefits are there for everybody concerned but I've just learned to ride the wave and it took me a long time to do that you know there's always things that go wrong and I would get really stressed and worried and wouldn't sleep and I'd be in my office at four or five o'clock in the morning because I wasn't sleeping but I think that's been my biggest learning life lesson that actually nothing really went wrong it's just hiccup and hiccups happen so riding the wave is my biggest um lesson in life I think yeah it's definitely uh riding the change and managing the change and in the right way and and I think like you said you you are a true inspiration because you know you've had that passion for helping people and um being a child children's television presenter and and you've done it in your job it's just doing it a little bit different um Mm. Because that yeah. that would be the perfect career, but it's it's a very very hard career, and like you say, it's a full time job what you're doing, and there's so many people that you're working with, and it, and obviously you you have to get all them leadership skills yourself, you know the teamwork, the collaboration, um, the building the professional re- relationships, and obviously with the mums and the dads and the families and the children, it's 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 a big job, and I suppose there's a lot of psychology around it, isn't there? Yes, yeah, very much so. You have to. You have to be um, dedicated and you have to really believe in it. I don't think I could do, I could have done it for 21 years if I didn't believe in what we do. Um, I've, I've been very lucky, right place, right time and found something that I was really passionate about. Fantastic. Thank you so much um, for um, participating um, in the podcast series. Thank you. Um, just, just as a final thought, where can um, they find you, um, the mums and the dads and the families and the children, if they want to join their group? Where, where, did, where, where do they need to go to? If they go to rhythmtime.net, they'll find us. Rhythmtime, www.rhythmtime.net and they can book on there or they can call me. Um, I'm happy for anyone to call and have a chat about the classes on 01270-884583. Many thanks, Francis. Thank Dawkins you so from, much. Uh, Rhythm Time Cheshire. Thank you so much for everything uh, you've done, meeting you and uh, everything you do for the children and the families. It's absolutely fantastic. Have a fantastic morning and uh, hope to speak to you soon. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Gail. Nice to meet you too. Thank you.
I have now rejoined Frances to find a little bit more about her story and how Rhythm Time helps support ch children's development. <laughs> 